Alright, we are recording. We are good to go. Hi guys, welcome to Hidden Among Us episode 16. Woohoo! 16. 16. What's that high school musical song? Yeah, I was going to think of Sweet 16. <laughs> I can't really think of I don't know how you thought of high school, but you know. No, there's a song that goes 16, 16. Like, Troy oh, Bolton sings it. Minutes, right? It's yeah, 16? something like that. I, I don't know. Yeah, he sing, he, he's like, yeah, it is. oh my god, I thought it was, it's 16? Okay, okay. Okay, I was going to go and Google and verify that. I feel like it's not 16, uh, guys. I think it is. It is. Okay, go check it out. Okay, I'll give you one minute. <laughs> go check it out. Actually, you know what? I will check it out. It's 16. 16. High School Musical. Okay, Oh, wait. <laughs> the song is called Now or Never. But the lyrics goes 16, yeah. 16, 16 minutes left. Better get it done. I don't remember the tune. Thank you for putting I know it, it in goes. Post. It's 16, 16, 16. <laughs> That's how I remember it going. <laughs> I'll do a dramatic uh, reading of the song one day. When no. we reach 100 episodes, I guess. <laughs> I will no, you should do the other songs. Like... My god, I forgot the other songs already. Um, we are all in this together. <laughs> no, the love songs and like the duet. That oh, one would be more um, like funny. Oh, uh, <laughs> which one? Na na is na, that? na 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 You oh, are. Oh, you better not sing. You might. We might get hit. <laughs> we might get hit by like a copyright by like Disney or something. You never know. Universal is going after like everyone for okay, putting their songs enough. in stuff so mm. um, all right <laughs> how is um, ev- oh wait okay instead of asking how everyone's week has been because um summary would be school sucks yes anything interesting that has happened no shen you had the whole your weird i mean the weird oh, music in your yes oh what do God. you mean nothing happened <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. I've been so drowned out by like associating this particular week with like submissions. So I've been just drowning there. But okay, for our listeners out there. So today and this afternoon, there was a very spooky incident in my house, which was that like because I have a younger sister that's five, so that means there's a lot of like kids' toys lying around the house. And at around in the morning, like around 12, there started to be noises from her room. So like I could hear kids' toys being played with. But my sister is normally in school from 9 to 5. So like there was nobody in her room. And I went to check multiple times every time I heard the sound. And every time I entered the room, the noise would stop. So I tried capturing a video several times, but I couldn't. Until I managed to capture two videos and I sent it to Chris and Honda. So the first one was that of me like hearing the sound before it throws off into nothing. And the second one was me actually <laughs> lying on bed and then hearing it very loudly. And then me walking to my sister's room and then the sound of the toy just stopped. I, I couldn't locate the toy because my sister has so many toys. And like, I don't know where the sound is coming from. And magically, after my sister came back, it never made a sound ever again. So it's really, really creepy. It's a tad bit scary. That's so weird. Yeah, we can totally well, like, upload the, the moment. snippet of it. 
You should video the moment that like, you're walking to the room and then the sound stops. Wait, which is what I did. I sent it to you guys. Oh, do you wait, watch wait, it? I was outside. You... Sorry, I didn't play it. <laughs> yeah, so I, I literally... It's so weird. I literally walked into the room and it stopped. Hanna, you want to watch it now? Oh my god. I, I literally don't mind. Like, do you think we could like share it to our viewers? Maybe not the first few uh, seconds because I look horrible. <laughs> but uh, yeah, at the end, I guess it's okay. But wow, it was so scary. Like It was so strange. I was so freaked out. Yeah, it was. It happened multiple times. Like, this was not the first. So like, the capture on video is... Yeah, oh, Honda is listening. No, but you also said how y- your sister's toys don't have um batteries in them. Oh my god, that's freaking creepy. <laughs> yeah, Honda, they have Oh my god, it's like those time. videos it's like those videos on YouTube. Oh my god. Honda, do you wanna hold yeah, up like your phone like those to ghosts, the mic so that people can like hear the, the weird song? It's so weird. Like the song seems very familiar to me, but at the same time, like what kind of toy would have it? Yeah, I tried locating but I really couldn't find. And like my, I was asking my auntie, my auntie was like, "No, a lot of toys more battery ready." <laughs> Shen's face at the end. It's like what? I the was fuck? so <laughs> scared. Like it happened so many times, and it was broad daylight. It was like what five p.m. I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah. So that's not like weird, ghosty hours. You know what I mean? It's like still bright out. So I don't know what's going on. I mean. That makes it more scarier though. That it's in broad yeah, daylight. Yeah, exactly. That it's in broad daylight. Because normally... Yeah, that made me more scared. Because it happened at 5pm. Like from 12 to 5. But like, have you heard of that sound before? No, what's the first? Like you've never heard any of your sister's toys make no, that sound before? No, of course not. No. It was the first was time it? I ever heard yeah, of oh sister's room. Is it a song? Huh? It's a song. Is it, it a, like song? a Chinese song? What does it, it say? Yeah, it's a song. I don't know. Is it? Oh my god! I don't want to know. Please don't go and dissect it. Yeah, it is. Wait, wait. Oh my god! You're creeping oh me out, and we haven't even reached the horror story <laughs> for the day yet. I want to cry. Okay, but like adding on to your like, I mean the spookiness of right now. Honda is still listening to it. Like, I can't I make know, it out. Oh, now he's so, so entertained. I hate it so much. <laughs> okay, but to add on with the spookiness, <laughs> right? So, this evening... So, in the evenings, we let Leo out of his pen, right? And you know how animals are genuinely more intuitive <laughs> to, like, all these, like, pretty things? Like, for some reason, this evening, Leo was completely spooked out. Like, he kept getting on his, like, hind legs and, like, surveying the house. But nothing had changed, you know. We didn't move anything. It was just the same people in the house. But he, for some reason, was super skittish. And his ears were, like, completely perked the whole time. And even um, just now, like, he was still surveying things. Like, he would he would be behaving normal, right? And then all of a sudden, he would, like, get up. And then, like, peer around. And I was like, um... I don't want to know what you can hear. And then I... So I texted Shannon Honda and I was like, guys... Leo's acting like really weird. Something yeah. is freaking him out. And then that was like, oh, it could have been um, like he's hearing some high frequency thing. And you know what else you can hear on high frequencies? 
Spirit. Oh, okay, that's, that's what that's a not... spirit box does. <laughs> like, have you heard of a spirit box? No, I have Basically, not. the spirit mm-hmm. box is this thing that, like, it runs through, like, high-frequency radio channels, if I'm not wrong, and it sort of, like, picks out words. So those are, like, what the words the spirits are saying. Yeah. So I was thinking about that, and I was like, um... Maybe wow, I should really burn quite some scary. sage. It's so creepy. I don't even... Oh my god, you should order a spirit box and then... Oh my gosh, should we? And then no. do one of the... <laughs> Don't that be so cool though? Like, no, doing one I of the horror stories. You. Okay, maybe maybe I can run it in my house because I think my house is the safest. The fact that you dare to run it in your house, girl... What is wrong with you? Uh, yeah, being Chris, you're like, like usually the most scared, like scaredy cat. Listen, listen. I have a Bible in my room, guys. I am, I am well protected. So, what do you think? Should we get a spirit box? Let me see if they have it on Lazada. That'd be damn cool. Well, you remind me of that meme. What I, I don't that? wanna. Hold on. You know what? I'm gonna make a quick check to see if there's like a spirit box on Lazada or something. I have the power of anime and God. <gasps> yeah, I have the power of anime and God on my side. Okay, let's search. Spirit <laughs> box. It's I one of the like search just... options on Lazada. Oh my god, I don't let's even see. Wanna... Oh, How much is it? okay. Um, so to everyone who wants to search up spirit boxes on Lazada, you'll just get a bunch of alcohol. <laughs> oh, <laughs> There's no spirit boxes. <laughs> like spirits. Okay, but one day, one day if we get our hands on a spirit box, we will play it. Hopefully never. During one of saying. our horses. <gasps> but out of the three of our houses, Shen, your house seems to be the most haunted. Yeah, and I don't want to so, do it. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll come over to your house and then we will. Oh we'll my just god, you're actually That'll be fun. <laughs> okay, so... Guys, I am very excited for this story because one of our listeners suggested it to us. So, oh. thank you. Thank you to Lisa. Yes. Yes, thank you for sending us this story. I, I've i never heard of it before. And I don't think any of us have. But I didn't tell which story that I picked. Out of the few you sent. So, Shen and Honda are going to probably be surprised today. Because, you know, we never tell each other what stories we do. So, you know, makes it more exciting for Mm. us. So, today's story is The Poisoning of Tzu Ling. Hopefully, I'm pronouncing that name right. Okay, go on, go on. Lisa first DM'd us this story on Instagram. So, like, anyone out there, if you want us to cover a story you like, just send us a DM or like comment on one of our posts. We will check it out. Um, she sent the story and I had never heard about it. So at first, and this is like some a fear I have with most of my stories is that if I'm going to like search it up, it's going to be very short. But this story surprised me because like there's a lot that goes on here. It's, it's a pretty cool story. So I'm just going to jump right into it. Okay. So, Tzu Ling was born in 1973. Today, she is 47 years old. And um, according to the South China Morning Post, today she is a 200-pound paralyzed diabetic, almost blind woman with the mental capacity of a six-year-old. Wow. wow. 
unfortunately for her family, this wasn't the first tragedy because uh, Tzu Ling had an older sister who passed away during a field trip in 1989. And um, what makes this case so interesting is that until today, people are still theorizing and trying to find out what happened to Tzu Ling. Um, back in 2013, there was even a petition that was sent to President Obama to look into the case. Oh, wow. But like, nothing came out of it, uh. unfortunately. Alright, so let me just delve into what happened. Because as the title tells you all, this, it's a poisoning, mm-hmm. unfortunately. So in 1994, okay, okay. Tzu Ling was a sophomore at Tsinghua University in Beijing. Beijing. Oh, wow. Uh, Tsinghua is apparently one of the most prestigious universities yes. in China. And yeah, she majored in physical chemistry. Um, okay. Her classmates described her as attractive, intelligent, and talented with an interest in music. So she was obvious... Ob- Wow, I can't English. So she was obviously <laughs> very well liked mm-hmm. by her peers. And speaking of music, um, Tuling played the Gucin. Oh, okay. And in March 1995, actually performed at a recital at her university. However, without her knowledge, there was something in her body that would later devastatingly affect her. So, a year before in November, Tuling actually reported having very strange symptoms. She had acute stomach pains, extensive hair loss, and her hump, um, sorry, her palms would tingle and go numb, and she'd have nausea and diarrhea. So, Tuling actually went to the hospital, and after some treatment there, like her condition improved. And at that point of time, she didn't really think much of it, so she believed that it must have been the flu or food poisoning. Mm. Um, essentially, she didn't think that it was actually anything dangerous at all. So now, we'll jump back to her recital in 90, 1995. So after her recital, her condition suddenly like returned. And this time, it intensified. So it returned twice-fold. Mm. And this time, along with the previous symptoms, Tsuling actually lost muscular control of her eyes. She had pain in her legs and even partial facial paralysis. And it was so bad that she couldn't even breathe on her own. So she was hospitalized at Peking Union Medical College Hospital where a doctor suspected that she had thallium poisoning. Mm. However, because... There was no way she could have come into contact with thallium. Okay. So the doctors essentially ruled it out. They ruled it mm, out okay. and they actually treated her for this thing called... Okay, this is French. Bonjour. Guillain. <laughs> uh, Guillain-Barré syndrome. G-U-I-L-L-A-I-N. Barré. Shen, you're the French expert. <laughs> Bonjour. That's about my vocabulary. I am sorry, Bernadette, if you're hearing this. (laughs) Sorry to any French person listening to this. I can't even say sorry in French. (laughs) What is it? Au revoir? No, it means bye. See, it means I really didn't learn anything much from French one. Bad system. But yes, let's go on. 
Okay, so um, anyway, so she was treated for this thing called Guillain-Barre syndrome, and this illness is essentially rapid onset muscle weakness caused by immune system damaging the peripheral nervous system. Mm. Thank you, Wikipedia. I have no idea what all these words mean, but <laughs> I just know it's bad. <laughs> um, obviously, she wasn't going to get better because she was not being treated for the right thing. So. Suling's condition actually worsened very oh, quickly. No. Yeah. No one knew what was wrong with Suling and she'd gone from like this sprightly, healthy young woman that, you know, was very well liked with her by her peers and everything to essentially fighting for her life. And if I'm not wrong, at that time she was about she was nineteen, twenty ish. And so she was really very young. And mm looking at her condition and at a complete loss and very desperate to find out what was wrong with um, Tu Ling, um, two of her friends, uh, Chai Kai Quan Ching mm-hmm. and Bei Zi Cheng. I'm so sorry. I don't speak Mandarin. So all these names, I'm so sorry for butchering them. <laughs> so basically, two of her friends, these two friends, um, they turned to the internet Okay. Uh, and just a note here. So this was back in 1995, and the internet was still, you know. Wow, it's still rebooting. <laughs> essentially, so it wasn't like what we have today. So, um, like fun fact, not all universities at that time even had like access to the internet. For sure, only a few universities had, yeah. and it just so happened that um their university had access to it. Yeah. So, um, what they did was on, uh, April 10th. 1995 they went on a usenet group so i feel like a usenet is like a forum kind of thing okay <laughs> and they posted about what happened to tsuling so they described all of her symptoms and they essentially asked people they said hey this is happening to our friend we have no idea what's going on could you please help us like these are all her symptoms so any help would be great and within a few hours, like hundreds of people were replying. Whoa. And nearly a third of the responses told them that it sounded like thallium poisoning. Mm. So what is thallium? So thallium is an odorless and tasteless substance. And even a gram of it, so even the smallest amount, is deadly. And odorless and tasteless. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. So, yeah. And, like, fun fact, during the Cold War, it was actually used as a weapon. Mm, Not surprised. So, you just know how dangerous this thing is. And taking Mm -hmm. this into account, so finally, like, they had a lead, right? Um, Tests were done on Tsuling, and they found out that she had... Okay, embrace yourselves, okay? They found out that she had about 10,000 times more thallium in her body than a normal person. Whoa, that's a lot. That is a freaking mm. huge amount, dude. I read this, right? And I was like, huh? I'm is that shook even it. possible? Mm-hmm. But thankfully, because they managed to like figure out that it was thallium poisoning, the doctors were able to administer Prussian blue, which is a synthetic pigment. Also, like the antidote to thallium poisoning. And it saved her life. Unfortunately... Mm. Saving her life left her with severe neurological damage. So as I mentioned, she's like near blind. She's diabetic. She has mm-hmm. the mental capacity of a six-year-old. Mm. And Tsuling today needs 24-7 care. And her parents 
are the ones that are taking care of her. And like if you search up images of her, it's just really very heartbreaking because like, you know, she she was so sprightly at the age of like 19, 20 mm. and then someone did this to her. Did they ever yeah, find I mean, out who though? Okay, yeah, I'll get into that. <laughs> um, so what happened was, according to hair samples collected between 1995 and... Eh, sorry, 1994 and 1995. So her parents actually collected some hair samples. Suling has suffered more than four months of exposure to thallium. Whoa. With increasing doses of it. So towards the end of the four months, right? Mm. Like the dosage was increasing. And she actually suffered more than two weeks of constant ingestion of thallium and lead. Wow. And so some some of the articles I read actually said that the thallium was actually added to her water. And that's where oh. the odorless and tasteless aspect comes in, you know? It's very mm-hmm. easy to just slip into her water. She wouldn't even know how much she was drinking. But then And also yeah. because yeah, 10,000 times. Because like, okay, imagine if it's being slipped into your water, right? You drink water a lot. Yeah. And she was accumulating the poison in her body. Oh, Like, damn. slowly poisoning her. Essentially. So, obviously, now they know that foul play was involved, right? Mm-hmm. So, in May that year, the police launched an investigation. But only in 2000, 2006, they said that they found a possible suspect. Wow. But earlier than that, um, online there was a lot of speculation about someone. So the main suspect of this case was a woman named Sun Wei. Sun Wei was Tzu Ling's classmate and roommate. And mm. some people actually reported that Sun Wei was allegedly jealous of Tzu Ling. So uh, one mm. of the articles actually described it as um, like Tzu Ling being like this middle class girl, like obviously not as wealthy as Sun Wei. Okay. Contact Sunray is like hella rich, like she's a she's a wealthy <laughs> person, so she was kind of jealous that Tzu Ling, who was like not up there like her in like status, was having all these accomplishments and recognition. Yeah, for sure. So she was allegedly jealous of her. Oh, that sucks. The most damning thing about this case was the fact that Sunray was a science student who had access to Tsinghua's modern laboratory of obscure chemicals, which meant uh. that she could get her hands on some thallium. Okay. Mm. And as I mentioned before, Sanwei came from a pretty wealthy family and like her, her grandfather was like an important member of the Chinese People's Political Consultative Conference <laughs> and like her cousin was like the deputy mayor of Beijing and like there was this oh, one wow. article that said like her relative like knew the president at that time so you know like she's really like high profile you know and like weirdly enough the authorities actually refused to release documents regarding the investigation to Tzu Ling's parents even though they had appealed for it. And mm. the other thing is the fact that the police, like, they didn't really find anything from Sunway. Okay. And then in 2005, someone named Sky Online posted on Tiania Club, like, one of the largest online bulletin boards, basically saying that Sunway wasn't innocent and that her family had done something to block the investigation. And out of everyone close to Tzu Ling, Sanwei seemed to be the likeliest suspect. 
And on top of that, um, some of Zuling's friend friends said that Sunray seemed quite apathetic towards Zuling's situation. I mean, like, if your roommate and classmate was in such a serious condition, like, if you weren't guilty, you guilty, you shows a lot of concern, right? You mm-hmm. definitely show some concern about it. But they said that Sunway, like, she she didn't seem to care and sometimes she would be hostile towards people. And they even found Tuling's mug in her possession when they did a search of her room. Damn. But they couldn't prove that yeah. Sunway did anything at all. Like, once again, it's all very circumstantial. The fact yeah. that she had access to the lab is circumstantial. The mug is su- circumstantial. Mm. And, like, you can't even say that, oh, her, her being so emotionless towards Tzu Ling's situation is, like, guilty. Because, mm. like, you can always argue that people show, like, shock and, like, grieve in different ways. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And eventually, Sunway released a statement saying that she wasn't, like... Sorry. Okay. Sunway eventually released a statement saying that um, there wasn't actually tight security at the lab, which meant that anyone could have snuck into the lab and stolen the thallium. Mm. Um, then a hacker claimed that they managed to hack into one of Sunway's classmates' um, emails and allegedly saw correspondence between them where Sunway essentially told like some of her classmates to post on forums about how innocent she was. So, once again, like, she's not doing anything to help herself seem mm. less guilty. But at the same time, it's all circumstantial evidence. So, like, you can't even, like, pinpoint. You can only speculate. Mm. And eventually, like, things got too much for Sunway. So, she moved to the US and, like, she lives under a new name. Oh, okay. Um, so, the thing is, right, Um, if you search it up, you can find what her new name is but I came across this like video documentary and like the top comment was this person saying like um like stating her the name she changed to and they were like what state is she in so people are trying to find her dang to like solve the case and I'm just the thing is I'm not sure I didn't look into that but it's the kind of thing where it's like don't be a vigilante, you know what I mean? Mm. Is that why they were writing letters to Obama? Yeah. Uh, okay, so the reason why they wrote to Obama was, I think in 2013, there was another poisoning case. And because of that, like people remembered this and then they sent oh. like a petition. Yeah, because until today, people are tr- still trying to figure out what happened to Zuling. Mm-hmm. Because the case still remains unsolved. And like... No one knows what happened to Tuling. No one knows who did it to her. Everyone, th- there is a certainty that she was poisoned with thallium. It's mm. just no one knows who did it. And then, as I mentioned earlier, 2013, there was a petition that was sent to the White House. But the White House basically said, like, I can't help you with that. So sorry, man. So that's the story of the thallium poisoning of Tuling. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's interesting. Yeah, well, this is a really good story. Yeah, poisoning is scary. Yeah. Yeah, poisoning is really... It's the very fact that it can happen so covertly, you know. Mm. Actually, my mom's acquaintance would have been, like, slowly poisoned also. Holy shit. Oh. Like, 
that person's uh, circumstances was like interesting. He he worked in Singapore, but like you know to get like a pass and everything, he he married someone in Singapore so that the everything would go smoothly. Then turns out like the person he married to had been poisoning him like slowly, and then his health had been like slowly deteriorating. And then when um I think I don't know who he talked to, but it was like someone who at least know like I don't know. He, I think it was corresponding with like like getting all the passes straightened out and everything. And I think he kind of recognized the warning signs. And then he warned him. He warned like my mom's acquaintance and was like, "She's poisoning you." Oh. Oh my god! So like, if that person, if like my mom's acquaintance didn't met that person, you know, he would, he could have been like killed, Whoa, and then like damn. all the assets would go to like the married person, like the 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 partner. Well, poisoning is really very scary. So yeah, actually, it might yeah, it might happen like more. Actually, it might be more like common than we think. Mm. I feel like that's one of my like biggest fears like if I scorn somebody <laughs> and then they poison me over like ta- over like a period of time mm. like and the thing is like I could be like super sick but it could just be pe- like if I go to a doctor they could just think that it's an illness mm. like what happened to Tu Ling then she went to the hospital and she got fined so she thought that it was just you know a case of the flu or like food poisoning. Mm. I mean, who would think it's poisoning? Oh you know, right? Oh my goodness, that is so. <laughs> unless you scorn down. some, unless you scorn some government, then maybe you might be poisoned. Yeah, I... <laughs> mm. <laughs> not gonna say what country. Bold, <laughs> bold of you to say that. <laughs> Okay, um, thank you, Lisa, for sending us the yes. story. It was super interesting, super cool, but also really very, very tragic. Yeah, it is. Mm. Yes, it's Honda. Oh, oh my god. Okay, I don't like the expression on your face. I don't. This is interesting. <gasps> no, I'm scared. Okay, <laughs> should I grab? Okay. Why is it always my turn? I, I haven't even started and then like, you're scared already. Oh, uh, I'm really scared. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Let me explain why I tend to get a lot more freaked out even before you start. It's because you sit there with this mischievous smile on your face and I don't trust it. Because I'm like, why are you smiling like that for? <laughs> when Shan does her stories, right? Shan is like, she doesn't look shady. You know, you look hella shady. <laughs> Yeah. Like, Shen tells us ghost stories, right? Or, like, paranormal stories because, like, it's, I guess, informative and nice to you know. But when you tell us ghost stories, it's because you want to scare the living bitches. Yes, exactly. Okay, someone so, needs to do something scary, why. right? You guys are like, especially <laughs> Chris is so soft on Supernatural. <laughs> so, hey, I do so, give scary ones, huh? Hey, I said Chris, not you, huh? <laughs> Uh, hey, mine are, mine are very interesting, okay? Like, look, alien love story. The tell, freaking tell alien one really... <laughs> mm, super scary. I can't wait to find my <laughs> Superman. Alien Superman. <laughs> also, um, yeah, sidetrack. I'm so sorry. You haven't even started your story, but I'm sidetracking. But like, last week, we posted a picture of... Um, what's the name <laughs> of the guy? The... the 
300 million yen. Yeah. I mean, we don't know the name because it's unsolved. Okay, let's just call him the 300 million yen dude, okay? So, I asked on our Insta stories, I posted a picture of him and I said, do you find him attractive? Because I think he's kind of handsome. Yeah. And 80% of you guys said yes. The yeah. 20% who said no, I don't know if it's maybe because you're blind or... Hey, so mean. <laughs> okay, but the 20% of y'all who said no, um, okay, sure, <laughs> I accept it. The 80% of y'all that liked it, um, why? <laughs> um, he could have possibly been like a robber. Th- you know what? Maybe he has a grandson today. Let's hunt him down. I don't think I wanna Okay yeah But thank you for answering that poll I mean Chris oh. is desperate So she might find She might wanna find The I, grandson Oh my god Oh my god <laughs> uh, Yeah that's true That's true Okay you know what Let's get out of this conversation Honda hit us with okay, That was like terrible Snapping but hit Yep us it was The ghost story <laughs> Okay, stop. So you know, I I only said okay. Oh my god, Chris, get it together. No, you laughed in the shadiest <laughs> way. That's why. Okay, okay, I'm ready. Okay, so what ended two days ago? Was it? What ended two days ago? Was it Hungry Ghost Month? Yeah. Oh, it ended two days ago. I don't even know. Yeah. I know. I had to like okay. switch it up. <laughs> Alright Okay So this is Hungry Ghost Stories Part 2 <gasps> So since it ended This week So I'm gonna like Say a story About Hungry Ghost right. So this one I found a story from Reddit And the username is Denatured Enzyme So yeah, I wonder <laughs> What this person likes What faculty they are in so like the post is from two years ago, and when I'm narrating the story, it's from his, the person's perspective. So, I'm gonna start. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, the story is quite long, so, quite long. uh, sit back and relax. <laughs> um, can we really relax though? So this just happened last week. I was walking with my sister to a nearby shopping mall. There were two ways to get there. One way was through a hawker centre, and the other way was through an open parking area. Normally, we walk through the hawker centre because it's nearer, but during the Hungry Ghost festivals, most of the hawkers will set up little shrines in the stalls, plus one big collective one just outside. And Mm. as a result, the collective fumes of the joysticks are almost unbearable for both my sister and I, who who have sensitive respiratory tracts. So we took the other pass through, through the open parking area. Since there were cars driving around looking for parking lots, we stuck to the pavement. It was an uneven one, with plenty of loose bricks and cracked tiles, which the government somehow never replaced. But years of living here had taught us to never lose our footing, so we could easily navigate the pavement with our eyes closed. Then, my sister suggested an idea. Let's see who manages to walk the longest distance on a pavement edge without falling off, she said. Why? Chris is already there. 
<laughs> yep, I already can see Chris getting. So okay. It was one of our favorite childhood games. I had always done this just for fun as a child, way before we were taught how to use balancing beams in the gym. My mom wasn't thrilled, but my grandpa encouraged it because he said it would help to hone my balance skills. Wow, <laughs> what are you balancing? So I went slow at first, putting one foot in front of the other cautiously. You know, I didn't want to fall. I didn't want to trip and fall on the loose bricks. But then I turned around, and saw my sister behind me, quickly catching up to me, and she mm. taunted, saying, "You suck! Why are you going so slow?" Okay. Oh, wow. Typical. I, <laughs> I argued, saying, "This isn't a race. It's a matter of." And she didn't let me finish, and she started chanting, "You suck!" over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> Just sibling things. Mm-hmm. Not wanting to lose out and not wanting her to crash into me on the narrow edge, I picked up my pace, laughing and teasing each other. We ran halfway and three quarters of the length of the pavement. Then, it happened, as I knew it would. In an effort not to bump into me, she had tried to halt her footsteps, but somehow failed. Then she had tried to widen her stance, but her ankle hit a loose brick. That was sticking up from the ground, arms flailing wildly. She descended, not so gracefully, upon the rough, merciless cement waiting for her. Mm. My first response was to gloat and tease. Who's the sucker now? I yelled in my excitement. Get up and stop being so stupid. I have a plaster in my bag. She stood up slowly, and the first thing I noticed wasn't her skinny, but a huge patch of mashed up, hot quay on her butt. Which is a steamed Chinese oh. cupcake. Oh no! Isn't which that one she of the immediately? Offerings? I think it's yeah. the orange one. Is it? Yeah, I think it's the orange one. No. She immediately started brushing it off. My eyes went wide. You fell on an offering, I guess, by Lee, slightly horrified. Broken joysticks lay strewn all over, crushed by her weight. Cake lay mashed up into the ground, mingled with the molten wax from the candles, mm. and a dismal-looking shou tao, the peach-shaped bun, lay hunched up in okay. a corner where the pavement and the road met, entirely squashed up with the filling more outside than inside. Luckily, mm. the candles had been already snuffed, snuffed out by the wind, so my sister did not sustain any burn injuries. Mm. We were lost on what to do. On the one hand, we didn't believe in ghosts, so we weren't frightened by the prospect of possession or whatever. On the other hand, a few passerby had already seen her fall, and we didn't want to seem disrespectful. Yeah, Should we yeah. clean up the mess? Should we apologize? If so, to whom? These mm. questions flashed through my mind in a split second, and then not knowing what else to do, I grabbed my sister and ran as if my life depend- depended on it. Chris is already like... <laughs> oh, why are you smiling like that? I don't like that smile. The next day was a beautiful Saturday morning. Not your typical storybook sunny morning, but a comforting one with rain beating against the windows and mild thunder every now and then. Okay, just a side note. This person has good storytelling skills. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this person does. I laid cozily in bed for a few minutes, listening to the soothing sounds of nature. Then I looked over at my sister in her own bed. I could already tell she wasn't feeling well. 
Her face was extremely pale, and she was sweating despite the cooling weather we get so rarely in this hot devil's armpit of a country. <laughs> I can't believe he said that. Way you describe. That is the best description I've ever heard. <laughs> How can anyone say this with a straight oh face? Oh my god. <laughs> Honda's literally wiping tears from her eyes. <laughs> she could barely sit up without the whole room spinning, and her temperature was sky high. I got worried. She had the strongest immune system in this whole family, and yet... I hopped out of bed to rummage for some Panadol and water, and told her to pop a couple and rest. Something didn't feel right, though. As much as I tried to convince myself that it was just an ordinary fever, that she'd be well again in a couple of days at most, something deep down inside of me knew it wasn't. That something had, knew, that something had to do with the previous day's accident. But that's all rubbish, I argue with myself. It's just some food left on the pavement by some superstitious people for the crows and ants to ravage eventually. It can't be for actual spirits. They don't exist. But how do you know they don't exist? The small voice shot back. Just because you haven't mm. seen them doesn't mean they're not real. Oh, damn. Mm. Yes, that's true. I had enough. That's true. <laughs> I had enough and spent the next few hours alternating between checking on my sister and drowning out the small voice at the back of my head with full volume music through my earbuds. Sunday came and went, and still the fever showed no signs of letting up. If anything, it had gotten worse. Getting worried, I asked if she was well enough to at least walk to a nearby clinic. I don't remember how, but somehow she managed to drag herself out of bed and go down to the clinic with me. Even the doctor looked worried. He said she looked extremely dehydrated and asked if she was drinking enough water. She's been drinking plenty, I said. She goes through 1.5 liter bottle within two hours. If that's not enough, wow, I don't know what God. is. The doctor looks that's skeptical. When I drink it a day. <laughs> the doctor said, Alright, continue to stay hydrated then. Here's your prescription. We went to the we went to bed after visiting the clinic. I definitely hope that she will recover soon. Most of all, I hope it was only an ordinary fever. I wouldn't want it to be anything else. I was woken up out of my sleep by a hand shaking me. Squinting up through heavy eyelids, I saw the silhouette of my sister. What do you want? I grunted, a little annoyed. It's like 3am. If you want water, I left the bottle on your bedside table. It's not that, she whispered. Even though there was no one else in the house to wake up. I, I had a bad dream. At first, my annoyance grew upon hearing the statement. So I suppose you want to come and cuddle and bathe with me and hope that I can protect you like the grown-ass woman you are. No. I retorted. Oh my God. <laughs> I love this writer, dude. <laughs> no, it's not that. Sorry for you waking you up. I I just... She broke down sobbing. Slightly alarmed now, I felt a twinge of regret. Hey, what's going on? What happened? What do you dream? For a while, she sat on the edge of my bed, her body wracked with terrified sobs, unable to explain what happened. 
I waited patiently while rubbing her back soothingly, waiting for her to come round. Finally, the sobs quieted. She shifted position to make herself more comfortable and started recounting her ordeal. I was in a cave, she began. I was with an exploring team checking out the caves in the mountain. We just stumbled upon a huge one with many bats hanging from the ceiling. We were discussing the possibility of setting up camp inside there. All of a sudden, a couple appears at the mouth of the cave. They seem to be shouting at us, trying to tell us something. That we shouldn't go in there and we should come out as quickly as possible. They were only a few meters away from us and yet we couldn't hear what they were trying to say. She paused for a while then continued. Just as suddenly as they had appeared, they disappeared. We shrugged it off and started to set up our stuff inside. I was helping a teammate pitch a tent. The teammate told me to grow to grab a tent pole, so I went over to the bag where they kept the equipment. I reached in, felt around, and took hold of what I thought was a tent pole. But when I pulled it out, to my horror, it had turned from a tent pole into a woman. Oh no. The same woman oh, no. from the couple just now. Oh, in- doubly no. Instead of looking <laughs> like a normal person, as she did just now, she had become this, this... Here she broke down again, struggling no. to put into words the horror of what she had seen. She was a demon woman, my sister said eventually. I didn't want to probe further. How she could have known that woman was a demon instead of just plain ugly, I didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) But I didn't want to upset her by asking. It was obviously too... (laughs) It was obviously too terrifying to recount. So I waited for her to continue. She stared at me, looking right into my soul. And at that moment, I could feel her reading all my innermost thoughts. All that had ever happened to me since the day I was born. All the memories I had repressed in the recesses of my heart. She knew all of them. Just in that split second. And then. And then. And then what? I questioned. After half a minute of silence. I don't believe in ghosts. But I must admit, that night her recounting of her dreams dream sent chills down my spine. Uh, as it should. And then, I heard a voice. She didn't oh, open her God. mouth. She didn't open her mouth to talk or anything. But I just knew it was her voice. I heard her telling me a warning. I don't know if it was a warning or a threat. Or, I couldn't contain my curiosity. What did she say? She said, first, you show, me, show the utmost disrespect to my husband and I. You trample and mess up our sacred offerings. And then you come into my cave, my home, without my permission. Let this be the last time you do so. It's a pity for me and a good thing for you that my husband is so merciful. Or I would have had you the first time. Of course, I pleaded with her, trying to convince her that I had no control of what I was doing in the dream. And here she started screaming and sobbing for all she was worth. For a moment, I feared she would succumb to the hyperventilating. I ran for a plastic bag, 
but when I dashed back into the room holding it, she was strangely she was strangely calm again. A sort of weird aura surrounded her. And she was sitting up with a kind of strength she hadn't had since the fever. Her yeah. eyes looked glazed over, as if she'd seen just seen some sort of vision. So what happened next? I asked cautiously, dropping the plastic bag and tensing every muscle in my body, ready for whatever unpredictable action my sister would do next. Mm. She opened her mouth wide, wider than any snake you've ever seen. <laughs> and I caught oh a God, glimpse no. inside her no. <laughs> and I caught a glimpse inside her gigantuan mouth, which seemed, <laughs> which seemed to swallow up all my surroundings, including myself. I saw the underworld. I saw the millions and millions of souls being tortured and I heard their screams. Their screams I will never forget. I enjoy looking at Chris right now. (laughs) Okay, my bigger question was, did her sister have any cavities? (laughs) Actually, the mouth part kind of reminds me of um, Pennywise the Clown. You know, when he opens his mouth and then he has like three lights in his mouth. Pennywise have any cavities? I I wouldn't know. Why don't you ask him? I'm trying to comfort myself. (laughs) This is a dentist's dream, man. You open your mouth so wide, they can like check everything easily. Unlike any sound that you would expect to come from a human, guttural, echoing, mingling with the screams of millions of other sinners being punished for their crimes. The last thing I heard before I woke up was her voice saying that next time, if it happens again, I will join them. She added. She gripping she oh added my gripping my shoulders with sudden fierce intensity and staring right into my eyes. Mm. Tell me that I'll be able to erase the memories. Tell me I can forget. Tell me how their screams, their pain. She traded off here. Her fingernails still dinging to my shoulders creating little crescent-shaped marks. Her eyes, plain and gazed over, stared right into the depths of my soul. Then, without another word, she marched right back to her own bed, fell down in it, and was instantly sound asleep. I suddenly realised that my own legs were shaking so badly, I could barely walk back to my... She hasn't been awake since. She's not dead, but I can't get her to wake up. No amount of shaking. Wait. Yeah? Okay, wait, wait, no. This is not present tense, right? As it is. It's not like today. Like, until today, her sister... I mean, this post was two years ago. So when he was okay. writing it, he, she was still alive. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, wait. Okay, okay, carry on, carry on. No amount of shaking, calling, blasting music, or movies at full volume, or anything can get her to wake up. She's now in a hospital mm. under examination, but the doctor says there's absolutely nothing wrong with her. Even mm. her temperature is normal now. The fever is gone. But she just won't wake up, and I don't know what to do. Mm. I can't decide if this is a case for the doctor or an exorcist. Whatever it is, I really hope she wakes up soon. This is all my fault. I shouldn't have grabbed her and run off. I should have just apologised like people say. It's too late for that now, though. I can only watch and wait. I never believe in spirits, but just because you don't believe in them does not mean they're not there. Be very careful. End of story. 
Okay, but what, is the system oh. okay now? I have no idea. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, if you wrote that story, please let us know. Is the system okay? Oh jeez, Louise. It, it is quite a common thing though. Like, like these incidences. But like, to stay yeah. a, like, not wake up. Yeah, the not wake up part is a bit intense. But... Yeah. Oh my god. She's so hell. Mm. Yeah. I don't know what to say. It's just really creepy. <laughs> Chris is just like digesting. It seems like a lot of things, you know, you have like a ghost entering the dream. Yeah. And then you have a sort of possession as well mm. it's just a lot yeah it is quite wow. a lot but it's it's pretty normal I would say like I think at least for like me I was always cautioned to never step no matter what mm-hmm. yeah and if you step you really must like say sorry like really very genuinely say sorry and not for the fun of it yeah I mean yeah cause they ran away yeah my god. Wow. Okay. Chris, are you okay? I just don't know what to say. Like, I'm trying to imagine, like, her mouth opening, like, so wide. Yeah, that's some creepy shit right there. Yeah, it know. is creepy. It is creepy. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Thanks for the story, Honda. Yeah, thank <laughs> you for the story, Honda. Do you have any more, or...? I mean, I have one short one, which is like half creepy, half kind of funny. Okay. But it's a really short one. All right. <laughs> so this second story is from the user jdots54. So this person used to work in Twas, and the officer is the op officer. The office is like a long container layout on the second story. Okay, sorry, sorry to cut you off, but mm. Twas itself, bro. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Burn some sage. The office is like a long container layout on the second story overseeing the production floor. Few weeks prior, colleague the colleague sitting behind my cubicle passed away in a car accident. Oh no. I had to send my father to the airport around 6am so I was in the office at 7am. It was still dark and apart from the security guard at the gantry to the compound, I was all alone in the office. So I sat down to do some studying using only my cubicle light. The whole office was dark. 10 to 15 minutes later, I heard someone typing on a keyboard around a sentence long. Oh god, no. It was so close to me, and it feels like at the back, it feels like the sound was coming from the back of my head. I stood up and walked the length of the office, checking all the manager's doors. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> I turned on, I Literally. sat down and turned on music. <laughs> and then a few days later, the storeman who reached early was walking past our office office stairs and mm-hmm. saw the dead colleague climbing up to report for work. Damn. He freaked okay, out and... Wait, hold what? up, hold up. <laughs> Rolling. Climbing, climbing, climbing up to report for work. Okay, climb... <laughs> climbing the stairs, I think. <laughs> I mentioned this like Sadako style, like on all fours. 
so um, my brain is just terrifying me even more. <laughs> the stormman freaked out and ran out all the way to the main okay. road. Sigh, poor guy died already, still go back work. <laughs> that was the last sentence. <laughs> so I told you, it was like half creepy but Who half funny. Who the wrote this? <laughs> okay, the English is quite hard to like. So I had to like fix the English while I was talking. Oh my god. Oh my god. I freaking love Singaporeans. Yeah, yeah, I'll be like talking in full Singlish throughout this whole short story. Oh my god. Oh my god, this reminds okay, I mean this is not like a ghost story thing or any way, but like my friend sent me this TikTok the other day and it was one of those like duets with like a person that and you're supposed to like act out a scene and then <laughs> basically the the scene you're acting out with the other person has like little was it words? on the screen or whatever that you are supposed to say and then the Singaporean dude was just like turning it into like our localized Singaporean <laughs> language mm. like Singlish and it mm. was so funny <laughs> I can't do it because my Singlish is terrible even though I have lived my whole life here mm. but I'm just yeah I your Singlish is horrible man. my Singlish is horrible oh my I god I feel like my pronunciation is more con- would be more convincing than yours <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's so weird. My dad speaks better English than me. Mm. <laughs> and my dad, like, wasn't born in Singapore. Yeah. They used to clown me, by the way. Everyone listening. Shen and Honda clown me every time I try to speak English. They, they like, Shen will straight up tell me not to do it. Because you just <laughs> awkwardly... You awkwardly add, like, lay or la at, like... As a sentence. Yeah, exactly. It just sounds I so mean, odd. I, I edit the right places. You know, like lay <laughs> the in like the intonation just sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven years of Catholic school, guys. To also like my primary six teacher. <laughs> Shen is just she staring used to... at you. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. My primary six English teacher, right, was one of those like very insistent on speaking good English oh, kind of person. Okay, okay. <laughs> she would actually give us quizzes on like verbs and stuff. And I remember like my partner in class and I would just like change each other's answers or like um we will give ourselves like a false thick thick <laughs> false thick false tick so that we don't have to like redo the test. Okay, okay. I, get I remember the number one thing this teacher used to tell us was um, if we didn't do something right, she would throw us out the window. <laughs> That's quite intense. What? <laughs> yeah, um, Catholic school, man. Anyone here, anyone else listening to us from Catholic school, tell us your experiences. <laughs> I feel like the English there is intense, dude. Like, the teachers are very, like, gung-ho. But um, I mean, I know what you mean. Sure. Like, I only went for, like, girls' school and secondary school, but... I the way people talk is different from my experience in a big yeah. school in primary school. Mm. It's true. Like <laughs> I feel like because I came from the normal academic stream, I felt like most of the Singlish I heard was from my normal acad friends. Like my express friends didn't really speak Singlish at all. Mm. Okay, like, I speak I speak Singlish even though I was in Express. Yeah, but were you from a Catholic school? No, I was not. <laughs> <laughs> Haha. <laughs> Precisely. So it was like, 
like a JC days or culture shock? For me, mm, was it more of a culture shock to be? Yeah, it was. It would be more of a culture shock to be suddenly with like guys again. I saw I saw boys like first time having to study with them, and I was like, "Holy shit! What is the hype?" (laughs) 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 Okay, so sorry. I'm not putting down guys out there. I mean, it's fine. Y'all, y'all do what you do, man. I mean, it was also because like, of our school. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, let me articulate what I mean so that I don't come off as problematic or like, you know... Feminine. Like I feminine. hate men or whatever. Like Scum a radical hole. feminist or whatever. Yeah. I think it's because in girls' school, right? Um, And also, this is like a societal thing where like, girls are expected to mature faster and hold responsibilities more. Mm. So, especially like studying so long in a girl's school right a lot of the values instilled into me and like my peers were all about being responsible and being mature mm. so that and that also like bled into things like the way we speak the way we act and like I, I find this a bit problematic but girls school like they focus so much on how you appear in society <laughs> like okay I feel like would I expose my school if I said I were like yeah yeah let's not yeah anyway but anyway so even in my school like what's the thing crest or whatever like there was like a code that we had to follow that was like imprinted into it Mm. and we were constantly told to act like ladies Mm. you know what I mean so Mm. in that regard like going to JC and interacting with boys and stuff like you look at them and you're like oh my god they're so immature but that's because we were literally educated and brought up in a school that emphasized so much on like these values of being like a lady in society and being mature she's amazing so even like the the, even the slightest most dumbass thing was like oh my god like oh so (laughs) immature you're like a child yeah. It's really not your fault. I mean, sometimes people do like genuinely dumbass and immature stuff. But where I'm coming from is like from a school that literally like cultivated this sense of being like a lady, being mature. Hey, but do you guys actually follow it like in like for the students? Um I feel like we were forced to at least to look within the school compound like we did. Like, outside of school, everyone was just, like, buffoons. <laughs> but the thing is, right, Um, it's kind of... I don't know. I don't know. Listeners out there, tell us what you feel about the whole rule of even if you're outside of school in uniform, you are still, like, a representative of the school. So your yeah. actions... Yeah, so your actions and stuff goes back to the school. Mm. I mean, it's... yeah, the public likes to complain a lot. And your uniform is very identifiable. Yeah. Yes. I mean, especially, especially our secondary schools. schools. <laughs> mm. Dropping hints. Anyone who guesses it? Mm. Yeah, but especially if your school is identifiable or like one of those schools that a lot of people know about in general, right? Um, Any small thing you do can get um, like people complain and I remember like my secondary school we used to have assemblies where teachers would literally scold us and yell at us for like 
whatever mischief we did outside. So if a mm. member of the public complained, right, they would literally hold an entire assembly to like scold us for it. And I remember because like um my school has different versions of my school. <laughs> like just subtly <laughs> dropping hints. So it's funny because a lot of people in Singapore cannot tell which mm. part of Singapore the particular school is from. So everyone would complain to my school. So we would get shit for things we didn't even do. But how do you know in the end it's not your school? Um, sometimes it happens in parts of Singapore that are a bit too far from my school. Ah, uh, okay. And yet we get complaints. And like... Sometimes you're like, okay, um, did this person actually check like the socks or the badge or whatever? I mean the, or the belt. Those who are not like from our schools, like we they they don't know how to identify. But like when we're in the school we precisely. can tell the difference, like, oh that person's from that that branch. <laughs> yeah. So precisely like a lot of members of public would just complain to my school and then we would get shit for it. So all you other people out there from the different versions of my school excuse me <laughs> tanked it we tanked it all okay no my school had I... a fair share of complaints okay okay question for everyone out there if you could relive your secondary school days would you relive it relive it relive it no let us know <laughs> I feel like my secondary school days were like five of the best years and also the worst years of my life. You know how to, you know? Yeah, I, I get that. Yeah, so... If you want... If you think... If you could go back in time, would you relive your secondary school days? Let us know. Mm. Would you, Shen? Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. I probably I will. I learned a lot in secondary school. Tough times, mm. but fun times. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the way to put it. Tough times, but fun times. The mm. most innocent. Also, O levels. Oh, innocent. Oh, dear God. We only studied like two months before the exams, so <laughs> my my tough times were much shorter than my fun times. Yeah. I didn't study much either, so. <laughs> Well, we all ended up in the same JC, so... Yeah, and the same, same uni. uni. <laughs> and same uni, alright. I guess if you have any secondary school listeners, if you think you can't make it, yeah, we made it. Yeah, we made it. <laughs> it's possible. We can share you with you our results on SingPass. Anyway, um, I'm pretty sure it's N-level season now, right? It's been too long. Anyway, if you're studying for your N-levels, um, all the best. Um, or any other exam, like or any yeah. other exam, mm. all the best. Now it's exam season, I guess. Especially this year, it's really tough, difficult. Yeah, but hopefully you do well or do or get the grades you want to get. <laughs> oh, mm. what else can I say? For those taking N levels, this isn't a like a cheat or anything, but. Professors at Cambridge, when they mark your papers, they are not like super, super, super strict. Your schools mark a lot stricter. So if you feel like you're not seeing the results you want to see, don't worry. 
I mean, if you saw results you didn't want to see because it's end level season now, your prelims or whatever, don't worry. Just keep at it. You can do it. Yep. I mean, yeah. Our, the best. our prelim results before A-levels. <laughs> no, bro. He's bad. He's bad. <laughs> but, you know, in the end, it was pretty okay. Mm. So, just keep up. Continuously standing, like, pace yourself. Mm. Yeah, continuous. Yeah, pace yourself. That's in, the most important thing. Like, don't, don't overdo it. Because you might burn out and you don't want to burn out at this juncture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And stay hydrated. Important. Yeah. If you enjoyed this episode and want to support us, please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and click that follow button on Spotify. You can also listen to us on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and whatever podcast platform you listen to. And you can follow us on Instagram at HJU Podcast. Show us a message or send us stories if you'd like. You can also email us at hiddenamongustree at gmail.com. Thank you for listening to episode 16 and see you guys next week. Bye! Bye! Bye. All the best for your exams. And thank yeah. you, Lisa. Peace out. Yeah, and thank you. Oh yes, Lisa. thank you, Lisa. Thank you so much. <laughs> also, like just throwing this in, I don't know why I'm rushing with this. We literally don't have a time limit. But <laughs> if you would like to hear a story, it doesn't matter if it's a crime story or a ghost. Oh my gosh, I just hit my mic. It doesn't matter if it's a crime story or a ghost story or like an alien story or whatever. If you want us to cover it, please send us a DM on our Instagram. What's our Instagram handle again? Hau Podcast. Yes, H-A-U podcast. Like, just send it to us. We will read it. And, yeah. It'll be fun. Mm-hmm. So, bye once again. Bye. See you guys. Bye. Stay safe and take care. Bye.